0: Be. Yeah, it, was like a month ago, right? it simultaneously seems like a thousand years ago and really not that long ago
1: yes it is Weirdly. a weird way that time flexes and collapses in on itself yeah. these days which is terrifying dude <laughs> like just terrifying
0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen,
1: and welcome to,
0: I was going to say after the movie, that is a different (laughs) podcast I do. Welcome to Oof, I Wrote That. Uh, My name is Erica. Across me is the lovely Sheila, as always. Uh, This is the ladies' literary podcast where we read old shitty writing of ours and uh, hopefully get a little humor out of it because it's
1: all fucking terrible. (laughs) Uh. I think my installment for this episode is is a very serious episode of... Oh, so, so that's, that's gonna be great. I'm looking forward oh, yeah. to it. Oh yeah, it's gonna be topical. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Topical? How? Oh, we'll get to it. Ooh, okay.
0: I'm excited. <laughs> also, uh, shout out to uh, Sass, who I uh, got to meet for the second time Yay, today, Sass. and it was fucking glorious. So, she's, uh, she's my sister in uh, fanfic arms. So, <laughs> that's that's ride or die right there. As Erica said, it's like sitting across from myself, <laughs>
1: dude. Like legitimately, and it was amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, oh, this is what people hear. Why don't they love it as much as I do? <laughs> uh, so we're just going to dive right in as we are wont to do. Sometimes on this show, sometimes we'll talk for like... 20 minutes Yeah, about forever food. about just like the random issue. Oh, that's what I wanted to tell you. Food, the podcast. I got to try uh <laughs> Wagyu beef.
1: Really? That's so exciting. I was reading about it last night. Yeah. Where we did you try it?
0: Um, it's... Uh, it was a steakhouse in the city. We went and saw Fiddler on the Roof. Mm-hmm. And then we decided to just kick around and like go to dinner. And we went to the steakhouse, steakhouse called Prime and Provision. I never heard of it, but it sounds good. It's right on, it's on like Wacker and I want to say like LaSalle. It's good steak territory. Oh yeah, like good, like proper steak, like downtown Chicago. <laughs> steak town. And we were looking and I'm like, okay, that's like obscenely expensive. And we were looking and he was like, nah, just, you know what? It's at Christmas time, just get it i was like, sure, because, like, this is astronomically expensive. But, yeah, went through with it, and it was good. I don't know that it's the kind of thing that I would want to have. Well, one, it's, yeah, you would never have it all the time. But I almost think I prefer a really well-cooked ribeye. Why?
1: It was a lot. Like, so rich? Yes.
0: And normally I'm like, give me all of the fat. Right. But it was a little much. Though they did have this amazing steak seasoning. Mm. Like, with, like, lavender and garlic and, like, dude, like, out of this world with some
1: uh, uh, a little horseradish sauce that they were, like, that cuts through the fat a little bit for Mm. you. It was really, really, really good. I know we just ate, but I'm hungry again. That sounds really good. But it was, like, I'm glad I tried it. Yes. It's an experience you want to have. Exactly.
0: And I felt bougie as fuck, but I have experienced it, so now I never have to do it again.
1: Do you feel worse spending money on something like that versus, like, an elaborate dinner at... Someplace like Elizabeth or that Game of Thrones dinner that we had. I don't know that I've ever felt bad about
0: spending a lot of money on a dinner. Mm-hmm. Just because it's something that I really, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, No
1: that's good yeah that's how i feel too and it's funny my aunt recently said to me she was like you're just like your grandmother like she'd pay any amount for a good steak but she didn't need like fancy clothes and stuff
0: like, yeah that is me right i mean like i feel like as the older i get the more i like degress in like the clothing that i wear like i i had like on a uh, i didn't feel like washing my hair earlier so i just had like a fucking cap on all day I've got a Steven Universe T-shirt on with like an under long sleeve shirt and like jeans that don't really fit me anymore. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't care. I just, well, you
1: know, of you know what you like. I have my man, and I, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I just don't give a shit. I just want to be comfortable. That I am like, especially right now, prioritizing comfort over everything. Mm-hmm. This this pair of maternity pants is the only thing I like wearing anymore, <laughs> and I want to wear it to bed and I want to wear it to work. Hey, whatever's fucking comfortable, man. That's yeah. all that matters. I'm going to wear these forever. They're fucking awesome. Instead of a zipper and button, they just have a stretch panel. Hey, why aren't know, all pants like
0: that? <laughs> I think you can find pants like that, but it's in like the, the sad uh, uh, plus size sections that are... <laughs> that they stick in the basement. That mats. are tucked away in uh, certain stores. Nordstrom doesn't do that, which I appreciate.
1: Nordstrom does everything pretty well. Yeah. I but think. like Macy's, but it's expensive. like on the
0: fourth floor, like what, by housewares. You know, so it's I'm going like, to say, go I man. hate Macy's. You know, sometimes they have cute stuff there. I've gotten some cute, like, dresses and shit, but I don't appreciate that
1: they're, like... No. It's, like, oh yeah, you're gonna... We're gonna tuck you away, because fuck you, you're fat. We don't want anyone to look at you. Right. Like, yeah. Fuck you. Fuck that. You know, Macy's is just not... I don't know. I've not... Like, I... It came to Chicago, but it was a shell of what I think it was when it was in New York, and it took over... Carson's? No. Or Marshall Fields. Marshall Fields. That's right. And it's just not i don't know this is like the same way that i feel about cvs like why are you laid out diagonal and carpeted give me a Walgreens. <laughs> get out of town literally See, most of what i buy now i just shop
0: at torrid with mm-hmm. like and if i'm not shopping at torrid i'm shopping online i shop online all the
1: time now and so. I, i've gotten pretty good at figuring out what will fit
0: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well you'll find those couple brands and it's like i know how that fits on my body so i can exactly just do that and i don't have to leave the
1: house i don't have to go to the mall I hate them all. Sometimes I like it for nostalgic reasons, but...
0: Sometimes, like, when we go and we do, like, the random off-shopping trip that we'll do, it's fine, but... We didn't
1: do our annual Christmas Eve scramble this year, because we shop online now. And that last week was, like, a little crazy. Yeah. It's it was weird when the timing. holiday
0: is, like, later in the week, because yeah. you can go on, like, a Monday or Tuesday. Exactly. Christmas was on the Monday and Tuesday this week. Yeah. And we were out of town, so that kind of... Yeah. I mean, the four-day weekend thing was nice, but... Oh, it was outstanding. I didn't work between, like, the 21st and the 2nd. Oh, it was amazing. I'm jealous. Like, all I did was sleep and read fanfic, Sheila. <laughs> and are I was we like... We are not talk
1: about Pacific Rim again. Oh, we <laughs> don't. I, hey, I didn't mention
0: Pacific Rim specifically. I just said
1: fanfic. It's true. So... Was it Pacific Rim fanfiction? That's fiction? on you. Of course it was <laughs> Pacific Rim fanfiction,
0: Sheila. What the fuck else am I going to read? <laughs> i just didn't bring it up but um no i had wanted to play like all these video games i wanted to finish god of war i wanted to like do stuff and i did nothing and it was amazing
1: i i was the same like i had notions about like i mean we got a new switch so we played a lot of super smash um but i had notions about like books i was gonna finish and shows i was gonna start and i just i don't really know what i did yeah (laughs) i laid around a lot
0: like we didn't do anything new year's eve and then we sat around on new year's day watching the
1: challenge I mean, that is okay. literally, it was all that we did. New Year's Day is a great holiday. Like, New Year's Eve, I don't super care for because there's a lot of pressure. But New Year's Day is, like, just whatever you, know, you want. The older
0: I get, the more I'm just kind of like, you know, I, I had notions of going up this year. And I was like, oh, maybe we should go do something. And then we got closer and closer. And I was just kind of like, I maybe mean, we could just have a little something here. And then that didn't end up coalescing. So we just had my cousin Alex over. I think we watched. What did we watch? Maybe we didn't watch anything. I don't remember. But anyway, I uh, volunteered at the Ronald McDonald House with Annalise, who is oh, also awesome. a fan of the podcast. Hi, so Annalise. Shout out to Annalise. Um, yeah, we went and we made dinner for the folks staying there on uh, New Year's Eve. That's and then super I came cool. home at like seven thirty, eight 8 o'clock. We had pizza. We played Overcooked a little while. And then I think five minutes after midnight, Alex was like, all right, I'm going to go home. <laughs> and then like 15 minutes
1: later, we looked at each other and we're like, let's just go to bed. That sounds perfect. It was wonderful. We ended up being up really late, but it's because we got really into Super Smash. I didn't think I would like it because I didn't care for the last installment. I, like, actively hated it.
0: I was skeptical.
1: Yeah. I didn't like that one. We got it and we played it for, like, a day. And then we never touched it again. I could never tell what was happening on screen with that one. And it made me feel old and out of touch. (laughs) But this one is just delightful. And, like, we're always, like, laughing and having a good time. So Yeah. We, we were back and forth on the Switch because we were gonna it was going to be our Christmas gift to each other, but then it was still really expensive, and we were like, I don't know, should we? Is it a good investment? Are we going to play? There's not that many games for it. I've already played Breath of the Wild. We left the store without one, and then two hours later, grocery shopping, we were like, mm, let's get the Switch. And then Steve's parents gave us one the next day for Christmas, so then it was like, yay, guilt-free. So- <laughs> oh, can we talk about guilt-free a little bit for a second? Yeah. I was watching,
0: uh, and we will get to the writing eventually, folks. We this is the chat portion of the of the podcast i was watching uh food network i stopped by and visited my grandma this morning and the concept of
1: like guilt-free desserts really pisses me off the whole vocabulary around the way that we talk about eating and specifically women eating and like eating indulgent food it really upsets is distressing. me because it's like you don't need to feel guilty if you want to have a brownie no.
0: Or if you want to have several brownies.
1: The way that people say, oh, I was really good or I was bad. That shit drives me nuts. Yeah.
0: I really, really, really fucking hate it. Because it's, it's just like, there's nothing wrong with indulging yourself. Have what you want. And then, you know what? If you want to be a little chubby, you can be a little chubby. There's fucking
1: nothing wrong with that. No, it doesn't. it's not a moral value. No, exactly. So it's it's like, 2019. Good or bad or any of that shit. It is 2019. Well, and I hate that shit because I feel like it's this small talk dance that women do who don't know each other very well. And I have found myself doing it and I hate that. Well, it's shit. It's really
0: shit that you feel like you have to default back to like, oh, this is a conversation that any woman will have with you. Yes, exactly. About her weight. And it's like, why? Can't we talk about literally
1: anything else? Exactly. And that's me and my soapbox. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I completely agree with you. There should be no moral judgments associated with food. No, not at all. Unless you are being incredibly wasteful, and then that's bad. But Yeah, then, yeah, there may, there may need to be a conversation, yeah. but... But that's an entirely separate issue. And again, like, exactly. these women's magazines that I see when I'm waiting in the checkout at the grocery store, like... <sighs> it's just... Compare, like, I will pick up, like, an issue of Esquire or GQ and read the articles, and even the fashion sections are kind of interesting, and the women's magazines are just... I mean, this is not a new concept for any of us, No, no,
0: unfortunately, but I do think that we need to be better about the way we have conversations about food and dieting, and that it shouldn't... Like, women shouldn't automatically assume that all other women are, like, dieting or watching what they eat.
1: No. And I just... I think it surprises me, because I feel like we... I have seen... A difference in the way that, you know, even with the Me Too movement, but even before that, I've seen a difference in the way that we talk about women's issues socially, and I've seen an improvement in a lot of them, but not this. This is like this relic from, I don't know, the 70s, the 50s, and it's somehow still hanging around unchanged since I was a kid. So it's nice when it doesn't happen, like today mm-hmm. when I'm at SAS. It was nice to just
0: sit down and like nerd out with somebody else, yeah. right? And not have to do the tête-à-tête the about like, oh, well, you know... I'm having a mint mocha so it's like my cheat day and I'm like indulged. Fuck
1: that. No. No. I feel like the only time I do that is maybe like in the break room at work. (laughs) Because like I'm gonna eat nine of these gingerbread cookies. Then I'm gonna come back for some pie. And I do feel a little guilty about that. (laughs) But that's just because I'm eating everyone else's stuff. But whatever you brought it. See I stayed out of the kitchen for
0: like the holidays at work this year because we are doing the intermittent fasting thing and I was just like yeah we gotta i'm not gonna put myself in a situation because i know Mm -hmm. like those little like i forget where they're fucking from but it's um it's one of those places that like corporate people will go and shop to buy like the sweets Mm -hmm. for christmas or the holidays or whatever and it's this giant box of sugar cookies and last year, I legitimately ate, like, 30 of them, <laughs> like, no, over the course of the time
1: they were there, because they set them right out in front of me, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to eat all of these, so... Well, and it's like, you're at work, you need a little sugar spike, you know, you need a little reason to get up and walk around, and... Yeah, so I made sure those were not by me this year, and it was just like, okay, I can do this. That takes some doing, though. It's so much harder at work. Like, I can... I don't know. I can choose what I do and do not buy for home, Well, but that's the thing, right? You make sure that you don't have certain shit in the house, and then it makes it easier, but... But eat my, what you fucking want man who gives a shit i just want to really quickly talk about these cookies i think they're called florentines or florentines i don't even know they're like these incredibly thin and they have oh. like yeah i know what you're talking about. oh my god i don't even like things with nuts but i cannot get enough of these and if i didn't think anyone was looking i would take the whole box bits of my <laughs> desk i don't even care some one of our lovely patrons frequently brings them in for oh, us that's nice our patrons, for the most part, are very nice, and they bring us nice... One of, one of my patrons, like, specifically, like, wrote me a thank you note and gave me, like, a Starbucks gift card and, Aww. like, some Hershey Kisses, and I was like, oh, my God, you don't know how much this means to me. Well, just that little, like, girl. It, you know, contrast that with the email we got on New Year's Eve, very angry, at, like, like, an 11 p.m. New Year's Eve email about how her tax dollars should not be paying for religious programming at the library, ichi yoga, fucking kids yoga, and meditation for adults. So I wrote a very civilized reply to the person who is going to handle this saying, you know, it might help if you informed this woman that the yoga program is actually a free community service provided to us by a local day camp. It's their way of giving back to the community. So if you'd like to convey that to her, I'd really appreciate it. And tell her to go fuck herself. Oh my God, it's fucking yoga. Well, We're right not praying. No. Like, like, it's like, teaching kids to stretch and like be a little more focused. Right. Like, wow. Oh God God. Well, and it, 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 the email was like dripping with
0: sarcasm. Well, and I'm sure she, whoever I'm—I'm I'm, I'm only imagining it was a woman that wrote it. Maybe I'm, I believe that it was. Maybe I'm incorrect, but um, which is sexist. To me. No, it, it was a woman.
1: But um, I'm sure she was shitty or very lonely on New Year's. That's and- the thing. It's like, are you drunk with your friends and you decided to berate the library, or are you at home alone? Like, what are the circumstances that? Well, how did we get to this email? How did we get to here? <laughs> like there was nothing else you wanted to do. Right. Where in the lead up to twenty nineteen, where's the story of this woman's <laughs> life?
0: I want to know how she got to this specific point.
1: I would read that story. Mm-hmm. Speaking of stories, speaking of stories, <laughs> I believe you're up first. Okay, we'll launch in then with the garbage.
0: Grab a couple pages. That looks like there's a break there. Oh, there's a lot of pencil on that page. Mm. That'll we be had impossible to read. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um, from what it looks like, Sherry
1: may have punched Renee in the face. I believe she did. She was holding her own, and here I thought she was going to die. So, I mean. She might. She probably The evening is still young. <laughs> Poor maligned Sherry. Okay. Let's do this. Um,
0: all right. Meredith and Cooper had finally made their way back to the house. With Sherry gone, they had their run of the house. Cooper had laid her I gotta stop doing that like the like <laughs> the judging of the writing as I'm going Leave that to me that's what you're here for mm-hmm. I gotta stop going on face journeys uh Cooper had laid her out on the bed
1: oh <laughs> that's not a sexy way of describing that <laughs> okay okay I'm okay <laughs> <laughs> Is she like? Is this like a doll thing, or like a like a necro thing? I am thing? turning beat fucking red because I do again. I have not read this in advance.
0: I remember nothing next to nothing about this shit, and I did not see that coming. <laughs> Lay me out, baby. <laughs> okay, bracing drink of uh, Apex Predator. I like Apex Predator. You know, I didn't think I was going to. And then uh, somebody had me try it, and it's
1: fucking delicious. Yeah. You don't like Saisons? It's a farmhouse ale. Oh. Is that not the same thing?
0: <laughs> Apparently really, not. Really
1: I do like Saisons too, though. But more like over Cezanne's. the summer. Yeah.
0: OK, so Sherry. Not Sherry. Meredith is laid out on a bed for reasons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the face journey. Oh, I'm so excited about this next line. Don't keep it from me. Share it with the world. The People need to know. I know. They just, is this a sex scene? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Because <laughs> I think I may literally
0: die. Oh, okay. I hope oh, fuck off. America. Oh, Jesus, Erica. <laughs> okay. Bracing? Braced. We're okay. We're going to get through this together. Oh. <sighs> I can't I can't look Don't at Don't look while at I'm me, I'm not this. looking at you. <laughs> okay. Cooper had laid her out on the bed and begun exploring the crevasses in her neck that he had missed so much. <laughs> <How many> crevasses <laughs> she she have in her neck. <laughs> she told him to stop because she wanted to put the put the dress on for him, but a loud banging on the door interrupted them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so hopefully not a sex scene.
1: Not the loud banging Cooper was hoping for. <laughs> no, it <laughs> wasn't. oh fuck 16 cock cock old, she's 16 years old erica like i just have to show you let me do a fashion <laughs> show first and cooper's like god damn it i've been way in the war for like two years
0: i don't know that we ever established where the fuck he was no he was at like school, school wasn't i think he? school
1: yeah we'll say school
0: he's getting late at school
1: not cooper you don't think he's not so? that kind of guy okay not coop coop is too no, good not coop
0: okay uh, did you lock the door? Cooper asked. She's got a key. Meredith slipped off the bed Clockwork. and called Cooper with her. Uh, no reason for her to be knocking. It's probably Renee at the door. She hurried down the hallway and unlocked the front door. Uh, framed in the doorway was the mighty silhouette of Renee. <laughs>
1: That's a mighty big cock block
0: you are. <laughs> that would be an amazing fantasy story where it's just like, it, it's a similar setup where it's like, oh, we need to get you back home you're the secret princess and then like the boyfriend comes around and it's just like, yeah, I don't think so. You can come, you can come, but not in that way. And get your hands off her. I see you looking at her. What do you fucking think you're doing there? Like, I don't think so, buddy. Yep, scooch, scooch. I will be sitting next to her around the campfire and not you, friend. You need to leave room for the Holy Ghost, Cooper. Or whatever stupid goddess exists in this realm. Okay, mighty silhouette of her name. Uh Meredith stuttered out an invitation in and Renee sat herself down at the table. She asked for a cup of ale, but all Meredith could find was water. Okay. That's kind
1: of rude. Well in a very important <laughs> Go like, get me a beer. Narrative
0: <laughs> thread to be like, this is all we had that conversation, I think, one of the last times we did this though, where it's like, what is the amount of detail you want in this shit?
1: I mean, I think it depends on the intention behind the detail. Like, if that was to show that Renee is a little, like, she doesn't give a shit about social niceties, then it works. Right. But that's totally not my. that's in there. <laughs> No, I think it's just like... <laughs> it's just like, a- I L- need... Wor- is fantasy. We need... Exactly.
0: We need word count here, folks. <laughs> quality, uh, uh, or quantity, not quality. All right. All she could find was water. Uh, how do you tell someone that their life is a lie? That's unbreakable news that, if told, will break the person.
1: She's thinking that's not saying it, Yes, this is
0: just, it's not indicated that she's thinking it, because, you know, that would be, like, a good way to write that. But, yeah, that's just in the text. Okay. Uh, The text. Mm -hmm. Uh, Renee shut her eyes and found herself repeating the names of her husband and child over and over in her mind. Cole and Lily, her little hidden family sitting safely in the cathedral of... yes (laughs) Yes. <laughs> the Cathedral of Font. <laughs> <laughs> the way your face, <laughs> the fine broke, city of Helvetica. <laughs> <laughs> the way your face broke into that joyous laughter was what well, it was almost worth my abject humiliation. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's totally fine. <laughs> it is deserved because this is garbage. No, Remember that love first that. episode where we were like, "Oh, I hope that there's shit here." <laughs> Whatever will we do if there's not stuff to mock? <laughs> no. Oh Christ on the cross. Okay.
1: BTD. Hi Dobbs. I would like some attention. Hi Bob Dobellina. I will pet you, but you gotta listen. We both gotta listen. I also thought the Cathedral of Font was stupid. <laughs> oh no, he loves it. <laughs> He does not question your artistic judgment.
0: (laughs) Oh, God in heaven. Okay. How strange. She never referred to them as such. Okay. Okay. It was though the empress could see into her thoughts even after... Okay, so we have 16 was what was originally written, and then I scratched it out with pencil and wrote 15. (laughs) (laughs) Even after 15 years of exile, this was for their benefit. Even if Darcy refused to come, Renee could still ride into the capital and let the Empress tell the Empress she had located her daughter. Yeah, I feel like
1: she might get killed if she comes
0: to Maybe, but, right? mm. I mean, what are you going to do? Under no circumstances could Renee herself force the girl to leave. I mean, you could, but you shouldn't. She could facilitate it, but she could not do it herself. Emphasis. <laughs> Meredith thought the Protectress had fallen asleep. She'd been sitting with <laughs> her eyes closed for nearly five minutes.
1: comes in the house, demands (laughs) beer, and falls asleep at the table. That's how drunk she is. Just like...
0: Okay. Uh, The girl shifted uncomfortably and cleared her throat. Renee's eyes popped open. Oh, there's a lot of stuff scratched out on this page. Okay. Uh, I don't have enough time to explain all the specifics. She slurped her water. Helpful. There's no simple way to say this. She's... (laughs) (laughs) Just
1: like... Just imagining that, like, as a movie with, like, a big, like, <laughs> in the middle.
0: <laughs> oh, glorious. Uh, there's no simple way to say this. She stared into the young girl's face and again found herself at a loss for words. You heard the stories, the legends. No doubt you've played the Foolish Games as a child. Huh. Foolish <laughs> Games? Foolish Games? Foolish Games. Oh, my God. Throwbacks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, those were better times <laughs> <laughs> i miss magic Hale. <laughs> uh the hidden princess dot 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 um and i scratch. no i don't i'm not gonna read the stuff that's scratched up that's gonna be too difficult here because there's okay. a lot um apparently i didn't like this page very much uh cooper poked his head out of the bedroom unable to comprehend what he had heard Apparently he's kind of an idiot.
1: <laughs> yes, not much uh, has been
0: said so far. Renee spotted him and arched her brows. Uh, who in Necron's name is that? So, <laughs> oh, Necron is in this story Always, oh, man. That's like my god of death. Necron's nethers. This is great. Oh, oh, we're just calling back all over <laughs> the place here. I'm pretty sure Necron was the uh, villain in Final Fan, the ultimate bad guy in Final Fantasy
1: oh. Nine. How do you, did you know that at this time? Oh yeah. Definitely. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. There's not an original thought in this shit, man.
0: Except for laying laying someone out on a bed the most unsexy way possible. Uh, the un. Okay, who in Necron's name is that? And then for some reason, this is in italics. The undoing, a blight on everything.
1: I I feel like (laughs) (laughs) Cooper, man. Cooper's gonna destroy everything, dude. So that must be the narrative. It's like the back at the beginning, (laughs) there was somebody was talking like heavy shit like that.
0: Right. So I don't know if she's hearing that or what the fucking deal is. Are we just going to have him out all year then? Because we didn't put him out for Christmas. Okay. Okay.
1: Is that a polar bear?
0: That is a... That's James. That is our polar bear pillow that we normally put out for Christmas. That's really cute, you guys. We bought him a couple years ago, and we didn't really decorate for Christmas this year because we weren't going to be around. So Mm -hmm. uh, Bob loves him dearly, (laughs) more than most people, and uh, dubbed him James. So he'll probably be out for the rest of the year. Cool. Uh, That was a very important aside that we covered. World building. World building. Right, house Lombard building. Very important. <laughs> uh, her brows arched further. She usually didn't judge people so harshly. I don't know
1: about that. Right yeah, it doesn't sound like you slash her. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've been trying to be better about that. Oh, I'm proud of you. That didn't even sound like
0: her internal monologue. Oh, she's hearing shit. Uh, it's the precursors. Stop it, Erica. Lack of sleep, she figured, and not to mention stress. Whatever. That's actually in the text. What ofs? Uh, what Meredith ignored Cooper and Renee's question uh, I'm, I'm trying to parse out the crossed out shits, guys sorry uh, wrong this is very wrong Um. Uh, and I guess Renee starts talking again I shouldn't be the one to tell you this Meredith could only stare uh, Cooper came out of the back and loomed over her why is he like creepy <laughs> as fuck <laughs> Learn it right, Erica. Uh, listen to me. I don't want to come in here and ruin your life. That's what you're doing. But this is the way things must be. Uh, and I guess Meredith says you're making me nervous. Uh, Renee lowered her head as the door slammed open. Sherry was now illuminated by the midday light. There's just like a giant spotlight like outside this door that's just illuminating <laughs> the fuck out of people that walk through um her face was flush and mud still clung to her clothing uh how dare you come into my home and speak to her uh renee rose to her full height which isn't very tall because if memory serves she's not much taller than i am because it's not like she's a projection character (laughs) or uh she deserves to know the truth sherry this isn't just about you uh meredith finally opened her mouth even though she was talking before uh what are you talking about uh, things change when you see the object of your life's purpose reappear after so long, Your Majesty. I assume
1: that was Renee. Again, sorry. There was Who is lot- the Majesty, dark, um, Meredith. Meredith. Yeah, Meredith. Is dark. Why is she calling her that? She doesn't know she's the Majesty yet. Renee does. No, but she's addressing a person as your Majesty who doesn't know that she's her Majesty. Yeah,
0: but I think she's like implying it, maybe. Oh, that's her. That's her way of maybe. Like surprise! This,
1: this, this is not well written.
0: This is horribly <laughs> written, okay. Sheila. Uh, all right. Uh, Sherry screamed at the top of her lungs. Don't you dare call her that! Uh, you can't hide who she is. Renee roared back. Uh, you can deny it like a child all you want, but
1: this is the truth. Tell your daughter the truth about who she is. He's Renee's kind of a bitch, huh? Yeah, I mean, suddenly, very urgent. You show up out of nowhere. Right? What the fuck? Uh, a woman defeated
0: and terrified at the tone uh, Renee had taken. Sherry let her shoulders fall. No, Sherry. Fight back.
2: <clears throat> and
0: die. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Who knows? I Maybe. honestly don't know. Probably, though. Uh, Cooper, you need to leave. Uh, let me speak to my daughter. The boy tried to protest, but Renee clamped a hand on his shoulder. Like, Don't fucking touch him. She steered him outside and closed the door. <laughs> that was the <laughs> you know, last time fuck Cooper Out, <laughs> baby. One stern look from her, and he didn't even think to protest. Um, some of the Lamia had filtered out of the inn. Renee asked them to stand around the house for reasons. Uh, no one was to leave without her knowing. Oh, Though no one else. Terrible. Uh, meredith couldn't bend her knees her entire body had gone rigid the affliction seemed to affect her mother as well save for the slight rising and falling of her chest sherry had the look of a dead woman with an angry bruise on the side of her face sherry poor sherry poor maligned sherry (laughs) let's get this situated mom this is this is crazy it's not crazy. It's not strange, Sherry tried to explain. I never got married. Even if I could, I wouldn't be able to have children. Sickness and surgery took care of that. Protractus handed you off to me, thinking that we were preserving the kingdom. Uh, what she did was give me a new reason to live. I had a baby now.
1: Really? I feel like she is not presenting this story with as much detail <laughs> as, as Meredith needs. No, right? Right. Uh, but there's more of this paragraph. Uh, A
0: child all my own, to dote on, to raise. Uh, Just looking at you was a constant reminder that you weren't mine. I knew she'd come for you one day. She's a slave of the state. like, using the word slave. Tighten up, Erica. Uh, No matter what she may say, how free she feels, (coughs) or that she loves being able to live her life, what she truly loves is the long leash that still attaches her to the Empire. Uh, Meredith tried to stare through the door. Uh, Oh, so I guess Renee left with Cooper. Yeah, so she's not in there. It doesn't sound like groovy. Okay, that makes more sense. Uh, Meredith tried to stare through the door. Uh, Who wouldn't love to ride the planes all day and night? You're missing the point, Mary. Sherry continued.
1: What the fucking (laughs) names? Wait, Mary. Okay. Mary is a a nickname for Meredith. No, but she's like, that sounds okay because riding horses is fun. That's her. Make an idiot, too. yes, you know. But no one I'm Team Sherry. I think everything that she is expressing is right on.
0: Oh, I think she definitely has a very valid point.
1: Um, she's not leaving here without you.
0: I can't leave here, Meredith reason. This is my home. and and Cooper just came back. I'm not leaving. Sherry stumbled over to the window. I don't think you're going to have much of a choice in the matter. She quietly considered for a moment. But I do have an idea, and I'm sure Cooper will want to help. You. Thank you, Ren- uh, Renee, wow. Meredith forced her legs and waist to obey as she found her way to a chair. He'll follow the two of you one night when they're still out in the wilderness. Well, you're still out in the wilderness. You'll, he'll
1: steal you away. Oh, that's not going to go well. No, probably
0: <laughs> not. Take her some... It sounds like she's, like, trying to talk to Cooper, but that he's not in there. That doesn't make any sense. Oh,
1: but she's at the window, so she's, like, Maybe, but how does she know he's out there? Because, oh, I don't know. Maybe that's what she's trying to do. And all the guards are going to hear her Right, exactly. Like, hey, dumbass, we're standing (laughs) literally right here. So maybe he'll come and get you.
0: (coughs) Well, I guess she's got a cough or something. (laughs) Uh, Take her someplace safe and then send word, and I'll come and find you. So I guess that was going on. Tilting her head like water was in her ear. Meredith considered.
1: (laughs) Sure. That's better than, like, tilting her head like a dog who just heard a cat meow on your phone. just fucking say Meredith considered. Like, we don't need all the horrible descriptors. It
0: seemed impossible. Stealing away in the middle of the night and under the nose of the greatest warrior. Just in general. Couldn't hurt to try, right? Oh, Meredith, no. Wrong conclusion. Mary's kind of a moron, too. Uh, Suppose we could try, but she's not stupid. Mary. (laughs) I keep, like... And then it's Sherry immediately afterward. It's ridiculous. Sherry knelt at her daughter's side and took her daughter's face. uh, Just took her face in her hands. Learned to write. Uh, I know she's not stupid. I know she's the most powerful woman, person, whatever, on the continent. Does it say woman, person, whatever? It does say woman, dot, 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 person, other ellipses. I threw the whatever in there. (laughs) Uh, On the continent. Probably the entire world. I also know Uh that I can't have a life without you in it. Renee may think that the Empress will allow you in my life, but that's not like Mariana at all. She's a cold woman. She squeezed Mary's hands. Uh, This will work because it has to. Meredith watched as her surrogate mother, horrible that she was already thinking of her that way after scratched out 15 years, cried in her lap. Uh, Absent-mindedly, Mary played with Sherry's hair and wondered why suddenly she wanted to go to the Golden Capital. She wanted to see the grand spires and the massive halls of the palace. The sprawling markets with spices and silks from all corners of the world uh the meeting of the minds in the squares she wanted to see it all she wanted to experience life yeah, she's having her harry potter moment she is uh meredith found her heart racing at the prospect she could see the world and this was her chance it bothered her a bit that she didn't feel all that guilty
1: Ooh. Uh
0: we'll do it and then i'll stop there because it's a scene change
1: all right well, things are getting cracking.
0: Things are getting cracking. They didn't tell her off. her
1: real name. Yeah, they didn't, did they? No. Nice job. I don't know that they explicitly said that she's the Empress's daughter either. I think they may have done
0: it in some of the scratched out stuff. Okay. But for some reason, I felt that uh, that was too uh, uh, clear. <laughs> and I felt the need to make it less clear
1: you didn't want to you know lead your audience didn't want to show nose. the hands so no. soon no. sheila i mean
0: <laughs> there's there's there you, you need to be subtle about some of these things it's
1: true subtle like cooper laying her out on the bed. <laughs> like that kid came out of fucking just, nowhere just such a terrible it's like i'm sorry what what's going on
0: why are we doing this why is that dog in a stroller Jesus. <laughs>
1: oh Oh, poor Cooper. He's Now I think he's going to die. Now I think Sherry might live. Yeah. Okay. I, w- mm. I legitimately have, like, I don't remember. Okay. And I still haven't gone through this because it's it's not good. I mean, I'm excited to see what happens when she gets to the capital. I expect there will be new characters and we'll get to meet the Empress. Oh, probably, yeah. Has some adventures. Some. 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 <laughs> not many. No, that's not a huge stack you have there. It's not. I thought that there was more of this.
0: Mm-hmm. Does it end? I mean, it it stops. (laughs) I thought it ended. I don't know that it properly ends.
1: I know. Don't look at me that way. You're killing me.
0: I know. I know. I'm sorry.
1: No, I know. I get it. I mean, I do have a whole bunch of
0: like, I, I have many iterations of Darcy and Renee and just notes and shit that I can kind of share and you can go through and scenes and shit that I like ran it because I, I was always big on like oh I want to write the exciting stuff mm-hmm. so let me write the exciting scene and I have a fair amount of that contained in there so All right, yeah
1: so we have some endings to work with possibly well and I can
0: we can always have a conversation about like how I always thought it would end mm-hmm. or how I kind of what I wanted to ultimately get to okay um because I think that also, it would help to talk that stuff out and just try and... Because like we were saying when we, we were out today, Like I know I said that I'm kind of done with this because I just can't anymore, mm-hmm. but I've been thinking of like a different way of approaching it so that it's not necessarily the typical or what I've been trying to do all these years. Mm-hmm. Make it a little different and then maybe try and tackle it from that way, so... I'm interested to hear how it we'll come, see. comes
1: out. We'll see.
0: But I need to finish uh, Debbie, Debbie Markson first. That story needs to be finished.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about that one.
0: Yeah, so that's my goal for this year. I've got some creative goals that I've laid out for myself. And that's that great. is one of them. I want to write 5,000 words a month, at least. I want to finish the Deborah Markson story. And there's a, a bunch of other... That sounds like a fucking Lifetime movie, the Deborah <laughs> Markson story. Uh, but yeah, so... I want to get those creative juices flowing again this
1: year. I'm into it. I would like to do that as well. My aunt called me the other day. She called me on New Year's Day to say that she had had a premonition that this year I would write a novel. Ooh. Or no, I think actually she said a series. Ooh. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, now. It's ambitious. But she was like, I had a premonition about you going to library school and I was right. And I was like, that's true. You were. And, you know, this might, this could be the year to tackle a project. So
0: you should start writing
1: more. I think so, too. And I actually thought that was like a nice vote of confidence to get. And I was like, well, thank you. Maybe I will. So you you should look for me on the shelves in the series section. In the series (laughs) section. (laughs) Okay, so shall we switch gears and go to the radio station of, you know. Oh, are we going back to the radio (laughs) station? We're back at the radio station. (laughs) So I'm going to skip this paragraph because I'm pretty sure I read it on the last one. And Finney... Finney is still shirtless. Again, shirtless. So this is a radio station of, you know, no clothing. Um So if I did read this part before, I don't think I did, but if I did just cut it out. I will, I don't know okay. that I'll remember, but okay. I, would we'll think it, it was it would sound familiar. so okay. So they're at the radio station. How do you keep all this straight? I marveled, seduced by the NASA worthy array of glowing buttons. It's easy when you know how Saturn boasted, basking in his nurturing environment. The the pouting wall clock (laughs) indicated that the time was ripe for Saturn to assume control of the airwaves. He swiveled out two engaging swirly chairs, slapped a pair of headphones haphazardly on my head, and donned his. (laughs) Yo, people, what's up? He bellowed psychotically into his mic k103 and corey sat it in the house what do you people want to hear call me up and tell me 5550103 it's not like we have you know like lists of shit we're supposed to play (laughs) they used to take requests yeah they would
0: but i do feel like it would be the one like for songs that were like that they were gonna play anyway stuff Yeah. yeah
1: no i think so too i called into q101 a few times and like chatted with a dj and like made it on the air Oh, nice! one time we called tim virgin and asked what we should be for halloween and he said insane clown posse i was like that's kind of a good idea uh (laughs) this is eve six on k103 darcy you're gonna talk or answer phones can i really answer phones this manifested itself as a heavenly amusement please saturn baffled at my ecstatic reception of his offer nodded vigorously sure if you want to take a call press this little white button so this was before you had to deal with the public on a regular basis oh yeah okay i mean i was 12 right right. right, right. <laughs> so you don't understand the horror <laughs>
0: that you're stepping into answering the
1: phones for a radio station in a major city i think i think that would be fun no no you think it's just all like yes you think so i think the vast majority yes I think a lot of it is fake, though.
0: Well, I listened, like, there was a a stretch there where I listened to a lot of sports radio.
1: Mm -hmm. And just the amount of idiocy that you get. Well, because people call into sports radio and they want to talk about politics and dumb stuff. Which was always amazing. Oh, my God. this, This is the last group of people I want to hear from on that. Sorry, but it's true. But Love I think working about for... just how you think it would. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I remember my uncle was big into like talk radio so that he used to always listen to the sports stations and there'd be all these like belligerent men calling in about I don't know.
0: Well, because it's like unemployed men who are like home during the day. And think that this is their chance to make their voices heard across America. Yeah. yeah.
1: <sighs> but this is this is just Finally the, the white male voices will be heard. <laughs> Finally. Oh god. <laughs> Uh, line one, two, three, four, five, all the way down, okay? If one of the calls is really good or something, put it on hold and give it to me. If you want to record one, press this little button. Use that pen and paper to write down the songs they want to hear, okay? Got it. I snapped professionally. Saturn began regaling listeners in his chipper, blazing tones. I divided my unflagging attentions between the zealous callers and Saturn's listen blabbering. Lazily hooking a call on line seven, I was jarred agonizingly off my whirling chair. <laughs> Your eyes got wide, and they should. Well, you were jarred. I was jarred. K one hundred three call in. <laughs> no, he has his own radio station. Damn it! <laughs> Sorry. That would be so good if he did. It would have been amazing. K one hundred three, what can I do for you? I want to hear <laughs> I Just want to hear duhasts all day. Just Rammstein. <laughs> maybe some KMFDM. <laughs> Who is this? Dakota, he informed me tersely. Darcy, get right over here. Like right now. He blasted the receiver down, and I did likewise. Breathlessly, I evaluated the situation aloud. Saturn, I got to get out of here. That was Dakota. Something's wrong at the house. He said, go right down. I can't leave, he wailed. Yo, go downstairs. There's a lot of yo in here. Well, go he's a DJ. It's like Yo MTV Raps. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. The 90s. So it fits. It, fits. it was like 1995. Yes go downstairs get Finny to drive you if he won't then get back up here and we'll figure something else so out does here. Finny just live at the the station shortly he yeah. <laughs> probably don't. Okay. It's, it's just like walks around in pajama pants and his shirt just no cur- shirt just curious living his best life it's Finny man best life vinyl pants okay <laughs> oh vinyl I heard <laughs> I vinyl I called pants them plastic <laughs> I was like what the <laughs> fuck that's amazing this is my last pair of pants Saturn was well seasoned in these crises I, on the other hand, was a golem constructed of reveled nerves. I bolted down the stairs and almost collided with Finny, who was sedately sipping a Coke. Yeah, I guess he does live there. <laughs> Finny, I accosted him and seized his arm. Can you drive me to Connor's house? So- Who's Connor? I have no idea. Something's wrong and he is can't Is this a dwigged situation? Is Dakota's name Connor? Like, No, because Dakota was Tom. Maybe Connor is one of their... NPC friends. It's a Dwigt situation. I it think. might be. Dwigt. <laughs> one. <laughs> one. <Dwight. laughs> Something's wrong and he can't leave. Finney wasted three tenths of a moment assessing me. Oh, was so Saturn's first name? No, because his first name is Corey with a K. Okay. Maybe he was Connor at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Before he shed his skin <laughs> and his life and became Corey Saturn. DJ. <laughs> professional dj i'm, I'm a dj KMFDN <laughs> i'm a dj on the all germanic rock station <laughs> it's just I'm wolf a- <laughs> in the mornings <laughs> it's also wolf Halleck in the afternoons it's wolf Halleck all the time <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the ron hour <laughs> uh, sure expediently he extracted his arm from my pinching vice The car he herded me to conformed perfectly to his disposition. It was a tawdry, diminutive, candy-apple-red convertible. I hopped onto the impeccably upholstered seat. As we violated the speed limit by a margin of 20 miles per hour, Finney queried a... He's me! (laughs) He's me, too. I'm (laughs) I'm bad. 25? Yeah, we're not doing 25. 25 should be illegal. 25 is so fucking slow. Can I just (laughs) share my pet peeve that happened to me yesterday? And I was enraged. When people are driving, like, five under the speed limit so slow that not only do you miss the light, but they miss the light. Do you not have places to be, Right, fucker? don't you have things to do? Don't you have a life to live? I'm, like, like my blood pressure is rising just thinking about that. <sighs> okay. Um, he queried as to the nature of the emergency. Abashed, I confessed my bamboozlement, as finney termed it. <laughs> then, I <drowned>. <laughs> 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 then I drowned him. Then I drowned him It'd just be funny if that was all that it was, <laughs> and then I dropped him. Next scene, <laughs> <laughs> with a motley assortment of zesty prices. Mm, zesty, <laughs> Finny, you're wonderful. Finny, you're absolutely sweet. Finny, you are the nicest person I ever met. Finny, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, see now I ship Darcy and Finny. <laughs> I ship Finny and everyone. <laughs> He's kind of my favorite now. We also ship Dakota and Jeremy. We decided that in one of the last episodes. <laughs> I'm on board. When the classy car soared in front of our house, Finney was already swooping onto the exhibition, reminiscent of a policeman tracking a maniac with a butcher knife. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I, with slightly less of a proclivity to the track and field lifestyle, scampered after. How do you afford your track and field (laughs) lifestyle? I have heard that the guy from Cake is the biggest asshole. That's unfortunate, because Cake is glorious. I agree. Uh, I was prepared for a jumble of medical technicians, police officers, mangled bodies, and above all, artistic torrents of blood. Stop being weird about the blood, Darcy. Give me the blood, Eli. Give me the blood. (laughs) Is Darcy a secret vampire? If anyone's a secret vampire, it's probably Wolf Halleck. I mean, that's true. (laughs) We'll add that to the fan. (laughs) He's
0: a werewolf and a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's how you save Underworld, right? What's Underworld? A uh, shitty Kate Beckinsale movies.
1: Oh, no that sounds that sounds rough. I've never seen any of them. So <laughs> there's multiple ones. Yeah, there were like five. It's like vampires oh. v werewolves or some shit. I don't know. I don't understand why that's a natural enmity. It seems like it should be werewolves v everyone and what vampires think? v everyone.
0: I mean, uh, yeah. I, I
1: I never. Saw confusing times we live in it, they are very confusing times uh i was right about the police officers anyway a regular fondue of people occupied about two squares of the sidewalk mm-hmm. there were four cops. So they're like all crammed <laughs> on the two squares of sidewalk <laughs> they're melting that's like such a small area of space <laughs> it really it's four cops plus dakota jeremy william ivan and a few bystanders Darcy Taylor barked around the swarm Finney and I distraught st- Stumbled simultaneously into the tumult It was Tay
0: <laughs> Yeah because you just said Taylor I know it's Tay
1: <laughs> No but like the source of the problem Oh oh Four navy clad demons were pouncing alternately, wringing his arms, wrenching his hands brutally behind his back. Ooh, he's getting arrested. He's getting arrested. The lip biting clang of stainless steel handcuffs reverberated through the wretched air. Ooh. Some loud fucking handcuffs. <laughs> comes Officer Piggy. <laughs> nice bracelets. Hey, I'll...
0: Officer Piggy.
1: We're, we're very down on our knees. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, nice bracelets, a swinish leering officer sneered. Now, supposing you tell us exactly why you assaulted the pretty lady. <laughs> mm-hmm. What lady? You'll find oh, we'll, out. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll find out. Sorry. An unkempt blonde trollop huddled in the squad car, pouting through the tinted window. <gasps> What's happening? What's going on? What the jolly are you talking about? <laughs>
0: Taylor's sputtered. Now, is this uh, Wolf Halleck's dame?" Is a femme fatale that we're introducing?
1: You you may remember from episode four when Jeremy was framed for sexual assault. Oh, yeah, they did go get Jeremy out of jail, didn't they? Mm-hmm. It's happening again. Oh. <laughs> Repeated plot point, everyone's what favorite. does Darcy hate of their women? Because they keep accusing her friends of sexual <laughs> assault, I guess. Um, I didn't touch her. I've never seen her before in my life. The poor sign man, I'd Tay isolate. That's not what she says. She tells me you pulled a gun on her and ordered her into your car. Oh yeah? Then ask her which car is mine, Taylor growled. Go on, ask her. Who's conducting this investigation? You or me? The unrelenting hog demand. <laughs> I have really internalized the police. Well, I mean you were you were attention. very mad on behalf of Darcy forte. It's true. It's true. Taylor snarled something unprintable and kicked barbarously at Piggy's shin. <laughs>
0: I love the meta-ness of that line. Like Darcy's writing this in the future or something. She's like, well, I can't print that. He didn't say holly jolly. He said hell. And I I, I can't include that in my
1: memoir. Jesus would not allow that. He'd be really mad. He doesn't mind when you call officers pigs. No, he that's fine. Go in that's for totally language. fine. <laughs> the showdown continued. <gasps> Taylor couldn't have assaulted her. He transcended the criminal class. Like the Shut w- up Weirdly Right like, Fuck you thing to say Resisting arrest Assaulting an officer Piggy sing song <laughs> What else do you want to be in for? As soon as you let me go I kill you Oh no don't say that Taylor Taylor snapped So I pulled a gun on her Find a gun then Frisk me He dared them wrathfully Oh, this could could get really sexy really quickly. (laughs) Oh, it's it's about to. Stop it. (laughs) Hold him, Piggy rasped, then proceeded in a pretentious display to slash Tay's shirt straight down the middle, revealing nothing but his bare chest. It is fan fiction. (laughs) It's getting sexy. It's getting sexy. It's all
0: slash up in this piece.
1: (laughs) Piggy's highest objective in life was to demean Taylor. Piggy breathed into his neck softly.
0: (laughs) Oh, Tay. I've fantasized about this for years. Tay struggled against the handcuffs, but felt himself giving himself over, even with everyone watching. Yes, Piggy. Yes, take me here on these two squares of sidewalk. I don't care who sees. Let's melt into the fondue
1: of people. (laughs) And the fondue of each other. Piggy. (laughs) Darcy's hand slowly lowered towards her. Sorry. Jeremy watched. <laughs> excitedly. Jeremy watched. No, Andy just Jeremy
0: watched.
1: <laughs> no, Angie, just Jeremy watched. <laughs> and I drowned Finney. <laughs> Finney's like, I can't breathe, you guys. Um, oh, fuck. Still going to take you in. You had plenty of time to conceal a gun. Come on. He tugged Taylor's arms impotently, but Tay didn't intend to go anywhere. <clears throat> Here comes Jeremy to save the day. Let me see the slut that accused him. <laughs> oh, Jeremy. Jeremy sprinted to the car and pounded demonically the blonde cargo lurched back, stupefied Ooh, that's objectifying. Again to stupefy. What Samantha he roared. <laughs> Samantha, self-same strumpet who had tried to indict Jeremy on similar charges. Strumpet. descended in a sublime display of thespian ability onto her non-existent red carpet. She stumbled tearfully over her expertly contrived mendacity. Maybe it wasn't him, she sobbed. It must have been somebody else. His hair wasn't really blonde, it was more brown. No she said decidedly It wasn't him Somebody else she repeated Then crumpled into a pitiful little side of beef What? Chibi Sheila was part of the problem (laughs) See that was like entirely the problem That's so hateful Piggy eyed Taylor mistrustfully And Taylor returned it with a flinty gaze Get me out of these things he spat So I can run my hands down your chest (laughs) Piggy I need to touch you I need to touch you. (laughs) you now one of Piggy's minions scurried to obey. Now get the jolly out of here. I should sue you for a false arrest. Yeah, I don't think that's how that works. No. Piggy and his cohorts vanquished sniffed ceremoniously and absconded with the tear soaked Moppet. We broke into firecracker cheers for Taylor's bravado in the face of misguided authority and Jeremy's stroke of genius. Finny zoomed off. Stroke of something. <laughs> Finny zoomed off asphyxiating under my surfeit of thank yous. Why am I trying to kill Finny with my love? I don't know. Should I stop there? Uh, Sure. We're at like 50, 50-ish minutes
0: and we, we still have, we have no to read. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I just like how our enthusiasm for that has lessened each like episode we've just done. So or now it's terrible. just, it's like a chore to read it and we are like two
1: pages in. All right, let me get my papers in order here. Piggy and Taylor, do you ship Piggy and Taylor? Oh, I ship everybody, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so you are up. God. Um, okay. And we ended on a literal mid-sentence cliffhanger with, she called Renee James, but relentingly? What? Oh, the peel whipped her unrelentingly, coating her with banana slime. She called Renee James, but they were busy, Dot, dot, dot. Banana peel? See, there was like a magic banana assault or something. <laughs> you know.
0: Oh, okay. I apologize in advance, folks.
1: Yeah, me too. Okay.
0: Here we go. <laughs> uh, That's not going to work because I can see the other shit through the page. There we go. That's a little better. Uh, Trying to find out what to do about PJ. Sure. Uh, Maybe Darcy can show him her full, well, you know what I mean. Oh, wink, wink,
1: nudge, nudge. (laughs) (laughs) Did you look through this already to make sure there isn't anything that makes us look like douchebags? I scam, scammed it. I skimmed (laughs) it. Scamming. (laughs) Scamming left and right. I skimmed it um so I, I think we're okay but that is just leftover douchebaggery from our last episode oh okay okay just want to make sure no yeah um yeah we gotta wait till bob <laughs> on. no, no one can ever hear no this. one
0: can hear this ever <laughs> no not when we're sitting right here uh, it's too just just melt into goo mm-hmm. you realize you're posting this on the
1: internet
0: <laughs> yeah i do realize <laughs> that everyone, love everyone
1: Oh, everyone. Literally everyone. Everyone is listening to our podcast? The dozens of people that listen to our (laughs)
0: podcast. Uh, Okay. Uh, Renee offered. She looked at Darcy, who had a look on her face that said, no way. Sure. Uh, Why not, Renee asked. Spelling Renee the way I spell it in here is so fucking distracting with the A-E instead of E-E. I mean, I think some people do spell it that way, but. but... Okay. Okay. Uh, There's too many of us, Darcy said. Yeah, that's the only reason. Heatedly. uh, Darcy said heatedly. Uh, I'm not going to host a peep show. Sure. Uh, James offered me and Renee will go for a walk. Okay. This is just like, (laughs) God damn it. Uh, Darcy sighed
1: and reluctantly agreed. Wait, wait, that persuaded her? I guess. She was like, I don't want to take my clothes off. You know what? Let's find out together, shall we?
0: (laughs) Alright, uh I agreed. Renee smiled as Jane took her hand and led her through the forest. I-, I remind everyone again, this is the character from the Pokemon <laughs> show. Cause he- that's where I was at.
1: Like sophomore year of high school. <sighs> Bracing draft. Fuck. Okay. Are you really gonna sit
0: there? <laughs> You need to go away.
1: <laughs> this part, this is so much more embarrassing. You, you get the fuck out of here. Don't chase Bob away. Chasing. Chased. Oh.
0: Out. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all premium content, by the way. <laughs> Just yelling at someone who people can't hear. Okay. Um, Darcy turned and saw PJ sitting against a tree with his head in his hands. She oh. went up to him, and, yeah, I'm not going to read that. Uh, they kissed after the one-minute peep show and decided to look for James and Renee. Did I write erotica? Uh, it's literally just a couple things. No, you didn't write erotica.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, wait, that's you. Hmm? you th- we're reading your bit. Yes. Okay. Yes,
0: this is my terrible handwriting. Oh, I want to know. Okay. I'll, All right, we'll see talk answered. You don't want to know what it was. I do. You don't. Uh, Renee stopped as they approached a large black castle.
1: It's <laughs> in it the city of Font. It <laughs> was the fucking cathedral of Font. <laughs> the Thank The old you. mountain of Garamond. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You know I can. Yeah, no. Anything else? No, that's all I got for now. Okay. I have to think about more fonts. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> On the shores of Calibri. <laughs> all right, I'm done. <laughs>
0: that does sound like something I would name a city <laughs> no, for being real. Uh, James fell backward as Renee pulled his arm. That I, doesn't physics. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, in a large clearing around the castle stood hundreds of statues. Interesting. Mm. James and Renee looked at each other. There should be a period there. Uh, what has she done, Renee whispered.
1: The Renee C. Oh, was it Rain. that Renee
0: C. Rain person? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm glad you were paying attention before. <laughs> Uh, James said nothing, but his face twisted into a look of pure horror. He pointed to the castle. Renee followed the point and gasped as her eyes landed on a woman standing in the middle of the statues. Wow. wow. That also doesn't track. Uh, (laughs) She wore a long-sleeved black dress. Ooh, that's how you know she's evil. She's wearing
1: black. Is it velvet, though? One would hope. One would.
0: What I like to imagine is the dress
1: that uh, Ferris Bueller's girlfriend ends up in in uh, Legend. Oh, I was going to say I do not remember that scene. Okay. I still I don't because I didn't finish that movie. I mean,
0: you're missing literally nothing. I hated it. It's not great, but I fucking adore it. It's yeah. so bad. Yeah, my roommate did too. Like, it's so bad. It's fucking terrible. But the scenes with Tim Curry as the big fucking devil dude. I
1: mean, you can't argue
0: And it's so weird. Like, it's so weird that it's kind of astonishing that it even got made
1: which is something
0: yeah and it's a ridley scott movie which is even more bonkers
1: yeah that is bonkers i didn't know that yeah
0: it's insane
1: and like
0: um i, I want to say it came out before the first legend of zelda and there's some like conjecture that it may have loosely like inspired it i well i i don't think i buy that i'm just telling you whatever That's wacky. It is a little wacky. But if you think about it, you got the big demon dude, you got the princess in distress. I mean. And you've got the little forest-dwelling guy, played by Tom Cruise, before he got his teeth fixed. What
1: did they look like before? Um, Janky. Oh, I'm going to have to look that up.
0: It's kind of endearing, because he's not quite movie
1: star Tom Cruise yet. Mm -hmm. It's like struggling actor Tom Cruise. Well, and Tom Cruise makes me very uncomfortable. As I think he does most people. He seems like an android a little bit. A little bit.
0: Yeah. Do I have to keep reading this? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: You're almost done, right?
0: I'm at the end of the first page, yes. Uh, so she's wearing black. That's how we know she's evil. Uh, it reaches the ground, so it's long. So that's how you know she's doubly evil. Mm. Not practical, but it's Not evil. practical. Not practical at all. Reached the ground below her. Her hair was white. And swirling around her body as if blown by an unseen wind. Ooh. <laughs> I mean... That's cool. Most wind is unseen. <laughs> just gonna throw that out there. Um, <laughs> her eyes were glowing blood red for reasons, and nice. she was flying right at them. Shit. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> Correct. I Holly Jolly. I agree. Unprintable, really. If we're, I, yeah, unprintable. Uh, Renee Ann <laughs> and forgot the S on Jane. Renee and James and their foolish (laughs) game Foolish James is one of the great moments on the podcast I agree Delightful I think it was also the name of that episode Mm -hmm. Uh, They spun around and sprinted away from the castle They ran as fast as they could Weaving off the path But Renee C. caught them So we do actually say that it's her That's fun Uh, I don't think I need to introduce myself uh, (laughs) Renee C. Rain said because reasons. Uh, now to business. Oh, what is it? All I want is the perfect dream energy.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a simple. Request. I'm incredulous
0: here. Like, what the fuck? Uh, and this girl has one of the only two left. I'm assuming your character has the other. Uh sounds reasonable. Uh, I think that's uh, that's how you write Mary Sue. Insert fan fiction, mm-hmm. isn't it? Uh, give it to me, and you both shall live. That's fun. Uh, that's not written there. I just inserted <laughs> that in. At this time, maybe like
1: her more. Uh,
0: Darcy and PJ had walked up behind Renee Rain. Uh, helpful. Uh, they're directly behind her. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> they were about um, one or
1: two degrees. <laughs> they were like five
0: squares of sidewalk behind. Yeah, her.
1: probably like seven and a half to eight steps yeah. if you have you know long legs. Under. renee glanced at darcy and then back
0: at renee c rain the sky darkened and lightning flashed as <laughs> renee c rain yelled give it to me give it to me <laughs> I'm sorry you're, you're totally fine uh renee smiled come and get it uh she ran to her left renee c. Rain scowled and flew after her james ran to darcy and pj she's buying us some time james said let's go to the castle so yeah fuck renee right that's off that's fine Uh, The trio ran to the castle to find a way to free the statues.
1: Uh, Renee raced through the forest, trying to lose her pursuer. That's definitely spelled wrong. (laughs) Wait, how did they know that they needed to free the statues? How did they know that wasn't just decorative statuary? Okay. (laughs) If I could put the
0: face I just made into words, (laughs) I would, gentle (laughs) listeners. But I don't think that I can. I don't know what the fuck's going on here trying to discern what what
1: very very young
0: erica was thinking and i it's a dangerous hole that i really don't want to travel down
1: was there a particular class or period that you usually wrote during i'm sure that there was but i couldn't tell you what it would be
0: okay i mean probably religion if we're being yeah that's what mine was
1: (laughs) yes i'm taking notes what are you talking about four gospels man
0: uh, Renee looked back, tripped over her own feet. She fell to the ground. That's what happens when you trip. And Renee range <laughs> was floating over her in no time. No one runs from the great Renee range she said. And she grabbed Renee's shirt and pulled her up. And I think that's it.
1: Ooh. What number does that page say? Does it say a number? This is six. Oh, here's three. So, yeah, no, it's that's not it. Sorry. It's almost it. Oh,
0: don't make me. Oh, wait, that's reading. six?
1: No, okay. Yeah. Forget that page. This is the page. <laughs> You're almost done with your part. <laughs> then it's my turn in the barrel. Well, I think we were just doing one person per episode.
0: So, yeah, let me finish what I'm writing, what I wrote, and then the next time
1: we'll pick up with what you wrote. No, I think we did both. I thought we were switching back and forth. No, we did both. Below. I can't. I can't read more of this. I want to know what happened. I mean, I will read this. But All right. then. All right.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, now we're calling it spirit energy for some reason. Like, let's get some narrative fucking consistency. That's not all written. That's that's me. Um, Renee C. Rain is big on narrative consistency. She that's why be. she wants to
1: destroy the world. <laughs> all of those statues are people who scorn narrative <laughs> consistency. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, your precious spiritual
0: energy is mine. Uh, apparently, Renee C. Rain had just watched. Um, your soul is
1: mine. Mortal oh, was that what you were gonna Yep. Say? Big Shang Sun fan. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that first Mortal Kombat movie okay,
1: so you, our, our listeners already know my thoughts on that which is that I love it <laughs> I mean it's delightful it's great okay <laughs> nice nice aside there Erica um, <laughs> like let's talk about anything literally
0: anything else this is terrible <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Renee screamed as she felt her energy rip from her torso, specifically for some reason. I'm going to stop. That's where she keeps it. I'm going to stop adding commentary. I apologize. You're so close to being done. I know. She fell to the ground. I thought she was already in the ground. Stop it, Erica. Just read the fucking text. Renee C. Rain grasped the energy in her hand. It w- That wasn't so bad now, was it? She said, mocking Renee. She snapped her fingers and suddenly. <laughs>
1: your forehead on (laughs) your microphone
0: i'm gonna start crying oh don't cry no it's not it's it's terrible we can get through this
1: let's let's get there erica some of us don't even have a bracing draft to to make the pain go away yeah
0: but you're not reading i know and this wasn't you but you're killing me i know i'm sorry uh she snapped her fingers
1: i'm gonna do this okay the face you know I, i know what you look like
0: and suddenly five uh, well, just stop. Just read it because you're oh, an adult. I, okay. Suddenly five huge corn stalks appeared. Is this Joseph in the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat? Is that that would be so much better. Oh. <laughs> Hold her in position. We're getting sexy again. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They grabbed her name, and positioned her. Who? These corn stalks. Because oh. apparently they're sentient. Uh, this is. We will talk about it once I finish reading the next two sentences. <laughs> so many questions. Renée C. Rain held out her free hand and started chanting something. Sure. Renée closed her eyes and awaited her fate. Renée C. Rain ended her chant and waved her hand over Renée's head. The girl started to turn to stone. You shall make an excellent uh, trophy, but and that's the end of my writing.
1: That wasn't why. Why? Why were you looking so distraught? It, was it the cornstalks? Do you, but why? And the
0: holding in position. Uh, the mind wanders, Sheila. Uh, yeah. Do uh. you have, like, a corn <laughs> <Because>. <laughs> There's the title of the <laughs>
1: No, no, I do not. But I can only imagine
0: like, what... Um,
1: I didn't find that inappropriately sexual. I kind of did. Corn? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you were going to turn someone into a statue, you would want to position them the way that you want your statue to be. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's fair. I don't know why it's corn. <laughs> I don't I mean, know either. It's probably better than, like, vines or tentacles or something. So maybe, so that's, we, maybe we should be happy it's corn. That's why it's not making me uncomfortable, because it's clearly not, like, <laughs> any known, you know, proclivity.
0: Someone out there has a corn fetish. I don't, personally, but <laughs> someone out there does.
1: What a very Midwestern fetish to have. Hey, I mean. Well, you and I clearly were both, like, on the same, like, hold him down,
0: page. <laughs> very, thing. very repressed as, as <laughs> his teenagers in high school. Yes. I think that's an accurate read of the situation. Well,
1: she the one thing that I didn't say when I was reading mine, it, that it caught my eye, that, like, the... Lip biting effect of the handcuffs Like when you're biting your lip that's not like Ooh it's like Ooh. Oh no yeah that's like a sexy times thing Yeah, Like
0: literally every single fanfic I have written that, or read Excuse me that people have been kissing in The bottom lip biting is a thing that happens Yeah Which is sexy as fuck
1: Yeah, I'm a big fan Um, I wonder if I've ever done that Like I don't think I've ever done it intentionally But like I have I, I probably just have I feel like I'm being really awkward. <laughs> I bite my thumb at you, I could just see, like, your cheeks move when you were doing that. It was kind of outstanding. <sighs> well, that was an interesting installment. I
0: mean, that's one word for it. <laughs> it's just funny how it's like there's no pacing. It, it's no. Just very clearly being, you know, written... On the fly, on the fly, during something else that you should be paying attention to, which
1: I think gives it a. I'm not going to claim that it's a Lynchian quality, no. but it does give it like an enjoyable sort of surrealism. I think enjoyable might be a strong. One. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but there, there is a lot of corn, um, symbolism in Twin Peaks. I will say that. Really, really interesting. It is interesting,
0: isn't that the? Is it Garb? Bozia. There you go.
1: Yes. So in the in the original series, and specifically in the movie Fire Walk with Me, creamed corn is the symbol of like pain and suffering. Mm. Um, but it appears again in the Return. But then, like, how do I explain this? But it's not. There's really no such thing as spoilers because it's all bonkers. Um, they find this map, and the corn on the map shows them where, like the good spirits are, and the diseased corn is, like, the bad thing. Interesting. Yeah. It is, because you could probably, like, there's probably, like, scholarly papers written on the corn and Americana and the connection with, like, Native
0: Americans and- I would imagine so. I mean, Lynch is one of those directors that people kind of
1: get all up in that shit for, right? But it's also, the thing about Lynch that's irritating is he could put whatever with no thought and people would deconstruct it and be like, this is a symbol for blah blah blah. Like, well, I
0: mean, I think, like, And maybe he didn't mean anything by it, but once you put it out there Mm -hmm. and people start interpreting it, it's a valid interpretation.
1: Well, and that's the interesting thing about resurrecting a series after 25 years. Like, super fans have had 25 years to dig into the symbolism and conjecture this and that. And how can an author not be influenced by that? Well,
0: and you have the internet hive mind working on everything, Mm -hmm. and it's just like, yeah.
1: The Twin Peaks internet hive mind is one of the best.
0: Which is good. It's I mean, infinitely... It's like, always nice when a fandom is, like, smart and, like, engaged. Yes. And, you know, it, it's not a slog to try and, you know, get through it and read things from it and engage
1: with it. Exactly. Know, do you engage at all, or... I don't write things, but I do, like, especially after each episode of The Return would air, I would run to the boards and be like, "What? what was that? I mean, really, like...
0: Now, sometimes after like a steven universe episode i'll jump on uh, the avocado and i'll like chat a little bit on there um but for the most part i don't engage too much i do a little bit on twitter with some of the folks from the uh, pacific Rim fandom just some of the like authors that have been reading who it's like your shit is amazing like you're mm-hmm. giving me life these last couple months um but uh yeah i don't i don't engage too terribly much either but one thing i saw online was just like you know Writing fanfic is one of those, like, they get nothing out of this since they're just doing it for their enjoyment. So, yeah, like, reach out and say, hey, that
1: was awesome. That was, like, a great story. Yeah. So I've been trying to do that more. That's nice. How do you know about Garmin Bozia? Do you just read about? I probably have. I mean, I've
0: read some stuff about Twin Peaks. It's one of those things where it's, like, I think it's something I would enjoy. It's
1: just so much. It's really demanding. Yeah. And that's hard now. What we will do is we will get some cherry pie and coffee, and eat and drink and I mean, watch I'm Twin Peaks. we always down for that. We'll just make some cherry pie.
0: We can make some cherry. Okay. pie.
1: Okay, I'm on board. <laughs> well, that's part of our our, our plan. That's right? right. We're going to
0: watch a couple episodes of Twin Peaks, and you are finally going to watch Pacific Rim.
1: I'm not. I'm not a thousand percent sold that Twin Peaks is going to be my bargaining chip, but I think it's probably my best option. What else would you potentially choose? that's the thing like I what I want is for you to watch something that I know that you will enjoy that you have heretofore refused to watch um well and that's so hard right mm -hmm. because like we have
0: pretty similar tastes I would say Mm -hmm. in some regards but then like I like giant monster movies I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's something that you have any
1: interest in at all it's not but I don't know what the I, I you might have just like you might be more, slightly more open than I am in general. But I don't know. But I feel like you do deeper dives on stuff, too. I tend to get obsessive about things. Yeah.
0: Which is just kind of my personality. But um, something grabs me and latches on and it just does not let go, um, as evidenced by the last couple months. <laughs> um, and I haven't been in- that engaged
1: in anything yeah. for a really long time. I want something to grab me again the way Game of Thrones grabbed me. Yeah, Game of Thrones did. Not to the extent that this has, but Well, Game of Thrones had longer to do it. That's true. There's also something to be said for participating in the grand societal obsession of the time. Like I find that really enjoyable. Like we had like a fantasy league going. We got As do the you fam- know, because we, you were I <laughs> wasn't fantasy. League. I won that biz that first time we did it. Yeah, My but I won it the last time. Came through. Uh, We're doing it again this year, right? Uh, Yeah. Okay, cool. It's kind of, it's all wild cards, I feel like, this time around. Wild card, baby. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I should have known better. (sighs) It's the implication. Set yourself (laughs) up for tennis. Are you going to hurt these women? (laughs) (laughs) No, I would never hurt these women. But they
0: don't know that. I feel like you're not understanding me. Oh my God. That's actually one of the, we watched the Me Too episode and then. I was like, I've never seen the Implication episode. Let's jump on Hulu. Oh, it's one of the best. Let's watch that. And then I watched that, and I was like, okay. So this is what we're doing for the next uh, two weeks. Let's get Hulu without commercials, and Mm -hmm. off to the races. Well, Alex chose well. Alex is usually really good about knowing exactly what to show Bob and I to, like grab us that's a skill he did the same thing with the
1: challenge and we are obsessed with the challenge see this is what it frustrates me about things that are just like a slow burn you've seen the wire though yeah yeah so how would you get someone hooked on that you just have to commit to it i think with something like that you have to be like i need you to at least watch the first six i would even say three I think you need to get up to... I think six is a lot. Six hours is a lot to ask somebody to do. It is, but I think that's when it grabbed me, finally. Because it's The Wire does not handhold you at all, and it's it's also a really demanding show in that you're like, who is this, and what does this slang there's mean, and who is that guy? There's a lot of
0: people that you kind of have to... to um, um, there's just a lot of characters, mm-hmm. There's a lot of plots going on. But And they trust
1: you didn't understand a lot about like the machinations of the system and the world and But I think like you can be a stupid person and watch The Wire. Sure. I mean there's something for everyone. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> but um Yeah, I don't I don't know. But uh uh yeah, I, I think usually what I'll say if I want somebody to like watch something, especially if it's a show, I'll be like Well, it depends on what the show is. Like, usually I'll be like, watch three episodes if you're not into it. Mm -hmm. You tried. That's all I can ask you to do. But something like One Punch Man, which we talked about a little bit earlier, and Bob and I have spoken about on other podcasts, if that doesn't grab you Mm -hmm. before that initial credit sequence, it's not going to just don't bother. Because that first, Bob is sitting here. Would you agree do that... Need, do I need to jump on? Do we need to on? <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. But what would you say that that initial credits, like before that first credit sequence in that first episode? Yeah. It has you? Pretty. Cool. Yeah. And if it, you don't like it, like what you Then it's seen, not your thing. Then you're just not going to like the show, and I can completely understand it.
1: That's how I would feel about probably something like Metalocalypse.
0: Yeah. It shows Same its colors thing. right exactly. away. Exactly. You know what Metalocalypse is going to be that first... Two minutes of that I fucking show. Fucking love that show. The first fuck
1: the theme song. If you're yeah. not down with the theme, you there's no reason for you to be here. Just don't bother. What do you think is like the hardest sell that you would want to sell someone on? I think certain
0: animes, I yeah. think. Because that's not for everybody. A lot of animated stuff, because some people are just like not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is annoying because I think
1: there's a lot of good animation out there that people just kind of It is annoying because I, I think people still see it as kitty. They do. But I like with that said, I have a hard time with it. But hard no, thought. I think certain animated things people do just completely write off. Well, I think sometimes for me it's like this. If I'm watching a non-animated show, like contrast this the visual style of The Good Place and The Wire. Colorful, um, or you know, versus bleak. Like, all anime is more or less in that same style, and it's really hard to tell what the tone of something is going to be I mean, when they I all th- look the same and all have those I goofy voices. Some
0: anime does, but anime is one of those things where, and this is not maybe specific to anime, but maybe specific to like
1: other animated stuff as well. It, it's hard to sift through the garbage to get to the good stuff. Yes. I mean, I I rely on people to tell me what is good. There are a few that I thought sounded good, like Attack on Titan. Um, Attack on Titan
0: is bleak as fuck.
1: That's what everybody says. And I'm like, "Ah, I feel like I don't need that in my life right now.
0: Yeah, you know, I watched
1: a little bit of it. I watched that first season that was on Netflix.
0: And I was like, okay, like, it's interesting, but it's a lot, Mm -hmm. you know? And I know it just wasn't doing it for me. So I, like, never went back and revisited. But, um, Yeah.
1: But it's still, it's like if you were watching a show with all the same actors all the time.
0: Well, and I think the problem with, like, early, like, period anime, stuff that got, like, uh, dubbed a long time ago, there were literally only, like, five voice actors. And they
1: did everything, you know? So maybe that's kind of what you're running into. Um, That might be it. And then just some of the tropes, like, the visual tropes I have a hard time getting past. Which I can respect. I think that's one of those things you had to get started
0: with early. Like, I first saw, like, Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball when I was in, like, grade school. You
1: know? But those are kid ones anyway. Ish. I mean, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, they are. Like, I feel like when we were in Japan, everywhere we went, there... Like, anime was just as much of a... I don't know how I want to put it. Like, a cultural force or, like, you would take it just as seriously as, like, a poster for a new non-anime movie well, or, like, do, a new TV Because show. there's, like, stuff for kids. everything is And that. there's stuff
0: for, like, teenagers and there's stuff for adults. It's all... It's not a- animation over there isn't as, like, looked down on as it
1: is over here. No. But st- it's still all in the same style. Like, you know, DuckTales does not look like Metalocalypse, does not look like Steven Universe, does not look like... I think like... if you
0: watched more, there are specific, like... They're all tall
1: and leggy and beachy. Mm, that depends on what, if it's, like, shown in anime, then... The only one I've ever thought looks different is that cowboy. Is it cowboy bebop? No, is it Tenchi Muyo? Has like a different ish style? I remember you used to love that. I still love Tenchi.
0: No, I would say that the Tenchi Muyo, those styles look different than like cowboy bebop. I think a lot of it is uh, there will be certain studios that do, mm-hmm. you know, anime, and like that studio will have a specific like art style, and everything from that studio will look. Fairly similar.
1: I guess you could say the same thing about Disney films. hmm One to the other. Yeah. Cinderella, Ariel. I think depending on thing. who's kind of working on it, too, you know? But, because, like...
0: But, yeah, Disney definitely has their own, like, house style. For sure.
1: Maybe that's what I'm running into. It's just, like, there are two or three major studios that do all of it. hmm
0: Yeah. But, I mean, it, it all boils down to, like, story and shit, you know? Like, and sometimes something like bleach or something like one piece like i have done the long running series i sat through all 400 episodes of dragon ball z i can't do that now
1: no i just don't have the time it's for and it. it's way too much chaff like that offends me in the same way that like i cannot play a nintendo game where i die every five seconds like Mega Man. <laughs> it's i just don't have well with like i, I feel
0: like it, you you need to be a kid yeah, to watch that shit, you know, and like I love Dragon Ball, I love it to fucking pieces, but I couldn't sit through the whole thing again.
1: Well, and for kids, it's important to have that repetition. That's how, like, we we talk a lot about like this trope and that trope and narrative arcs. But that's because we have consumed so much media. Exactly. Kids have to do that formulaic stuff for well, a while. Some of the
0: problem with the uh, anime stuff is that they're going off of a manga that hasn't finished yet.
1: Oh, so it's just so they'll
0: throw a of, They'll throw a lot of filler in there, and Dragon Ball had a lot of fucking filler. So you your stuff wouldn't happen for, like, many, many episodes. you just be sitting there like...
1: This gives me the same sense of frustration, though, as, like, watching... This is one of the reasons I don't super love reality TV is because they'll show you, like, three minutes of content, then there's, like, a five-minute commercial break, then they'll show you 30 seconds of what you just saw again. Well, that's why we, like, we don't watch the challenge live. We mm-hmm. always buy the season after it's finished,
0: because mm-hmm. I, I couldn't, because it's constant commercials, and it I just i
1: can't deal with that i can't do that. i can't watch commercials anymore we are now watching jeopardy on netflix and it's like totally the way to watch jeopardy oh, outstanding. dude it's so it's like weirdly enjoyable yeah, it's delightful i fucking love Jeopardy because it's like so fast-paced without all the stupid commercials mm-hmm. and studio nonsense When well, jeopardy is what like 22 minutes less it's like 18 route, it's yeah. beautiful
0: um but i don't know how the hell we got on that conversation but um hard sells hard sells yeah
1: Yeah. Well, I told you, sometimes, too, I think people just miss the boat. Like, I, my work husband, all that he watches is K-dramas, which is fine. Like, that's his jam. But I'm like, you know there's more to life, right? Because what frustrates me about that whole concept is that's the same tropes over and over. And I'm like, you got to make room in your life for more kinds of stories. So we made a deal, and he was like, if you watch this, I'll watch something you recommend. So I recommended him Arrested Development, because that is like... That shouldn't be a hard sell. No. But he, he could not... He didn't have anything to say about the story or the humor because all he wanted to talk about was the wobbly camera. And I'm like, you you are missing the forest for the trees. Or, like, for the sharks. Like, something that's not even in the forest. Yeah. Like, you gotta look past that. And maybe
0: that's just because his, his ex- realm of kind of what he's pulling from, that he's seen, there is no wobbly camera. Like, for me, somebody who watches action movies a fair amount, wobbly camera is nothing you don't know did you watch cloverfield that is wobbly camera
1: right well and the thing is like i guess if you're sensitive to it like physically sensitive to it but i don't think that he was claiming that
0: i also don't think it was too terribly like like i wouldn't if you sat me down and were like tell me some of the
1: things about arrested development i would never say wobbly camera that was not on my radar not at all no no but he's a very visual person like he's a visual artist i don't see the world that way I mean, but it frustrated me because I was like, even if it's the wobbliest camera and it is giving you motion sickness, you have to acknowledge that the show is hilarious. Yeah, and, and good. That just seems—it <laughs> seems odd to me. Yeah,
0: like that's almost like you're looking for stuff to like. I
1: don't want to like this. That's how. That's how it feels. And it's like it's none of my business what anybody watches or doesn't watch. But at the same time, I feel a compulsion to help him broaden his horizons. I a little will bit. also say though that Arrested
0: Development is one of the shows that like. Maybe it didn't mean a lot, but it's
1: kind of a touchstone in like humor. I still think it's probably the funniest show that I've seen. And I it, this is hard because of like the last two seasons were not great. And then all of the shitty stuff that Jeffrey Tambor did and the rest of the men in the cast really left a bad taste in my That mouth. interview that we I think we've talked about it before yeah. on here. Yeah. So it is it is very disappointing. But that, for me, is, like, super comfort TV. It also, like, I was wa- You introduced me to it at a time in my life that was, like, fun and easy between major tragedies. Like, it was a good time for me personally. Did I introduce you to a rest of the film? Yeah, you, you kept on me. You were like, no, I'm serious. You need to watch this.
0: Huh. Yeah. I thought you were going to say The Office. I didn't remember that. We didn't
1: watch it together.
0: Oh, OK. Yeah, The Office, we watched a lot of The Office together. Yeah.
1: During the glorious summer of 2006. Oh, that summer.
0: No, but there are certain things that I'm, like, and the older I get, the more I'm just kind of, like, I'll recommend stuff to people, but I'm the la- I, I'm terrible about that stuff. Like, Yeah, I am, too. People will be, like, oh, you need to watch this, and I'll be, like, yeah, go fuck yourself. I don't want to watch that. I'll watch it when I get to it, you know? So yes. I feel, like, me recommending things specifically is, like, you, you don't get to do that.
1: But there are a few things. Like, I'm so glad that, like... I'm glad even if you had been like super pushy about Arrested Development, I would have thought that that was the right call. Like, there are a few things that I, I need my friends to tell me to stop being, you know, a snob about or whatever. See, but
0: then, and I don't even think it's being a snob, it's just finding the time to do it, you know? Yeah, but it's like if I have time to rewatch 30 Rock again, you know? Hey, sometimes you need that Parks and Rec rewatch. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, there's some things that are really important to me that I love mm-hmm. that I'm like, I would love to, like, have everybody watch this. Your Mad Max Fury Roads, mm-hmm. your John Wick's, your Pacific Rim's. Like, I need everyone to watch these movies and love them so I can talk about them with them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I know that they are specific genres that maybe not everybody is into. Like, I would never go up to Vicky and be like, you need to watch Pacific Rim. Because mm-hmm. it's just, it's not, what is it? it ain't happening. Vicky mm-hmm. doesn't really do movies and... It's just so outside of her her sphere mm-hmm. that just, no. But, I don't know. Because I mean, that movie's been, like, we've, uh, if you listen to our podcast after the movie, we talk about that a fair amount. It's one of those movies we point to that's just like, it's a fairly simple premise, mm-hmm. executed really, really well by a really good director with charming fucking characters. Mm-hmm. What is not to love?
1: I don't know, because when you put it that way, I don't know, like, it sounds good, but that should be the minimum standard for a movie. Oh, it definitely should
0: be, but it is
1: not. No, it is not. But I I think I need a movie to be, like, a game changer, which it sounds like Fury Road might be. I would argue Fury Road is, and to an extent,
0: I would argue that John Wick was, because John Wick was kind of a throwback to a certain, just, like, really, really, like, good, like, not taking itself too seriously action movie Mm -hmm. that I felt I hadn't seen in a really long time. That just got me, like, pumped. And I really like Keanu Reeves. I like Keanu Reeves, too. I like, I I don't want to, I'm going to spoil some of, uh, I mean, it happens in the first, like, five minutes of the movie. Um, But what happens is he loses his wife, And she was, like, terminally ill or something. He used to be, like, this assassin or whatever. Gets out of the game. Finds her. You know, it's it's like... I found someone that I love. I'm out. I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. She dies from... Some fucking disease. Whatever the fuck. Which is an annoying trope, but kind of works here. And... uh, Before she dies, she arranges for a dog to be delivered to him after. So he has
1: something to do. You know? And it is the sweetest looking, like... I know, I have heard, and that's probably why I cannot and will not ever watch. It's rough. It's very, very rough, but it works because there's a point in the movie later where they're
0: like, the mob, because he just goes through and lays waste to this, like, mob family, and they're like, it was a fucking dog, and he's like, yeah, but it wasn't you took away my opportunity to grieve my dead wife. So now you all have to die.
1: Even if it wasn't
0: about his dead wife, it's a dog. So Well, and that's what it's Burning like, to the Ground. This is the perfect way to get people on the side yeah. of your of your protagonist, you know? And it's Candle and he's just delightful. He is. And the the supporting cast is crazy in that. Joggle and is in it. Theon Greyjoy is the one that actually like does the dog killing. Oh, so you're just like well, actor. this guy. <laughs> but no, it's just a really, really good action movie. And then, um, welcome to like movies, the podcast. Uh, I was talking about movies with Bob, so it's nice to be able mm-hmm. to talk about them with you. Um, and Fury Road is just, su- it's just such a different take
2: mm-hmm. on
0: an action movie. Like, you've got your tropes that are still in there, but it's filmed in such a way that it's a lot different than a lot of this, the the general shit that you see, you know? Like, its they don't use a lot of CG. Mm hmm. All of the, the majority of the effects are practical, which to me is like, yes, that. That's what I want. I don't want a bunch of fucking computer shit flying at my face. Mm -hmm. Like, and it goes ridiculous. Like, there's moments in that movie where you're just like, this is the most insane fucking shit. Like, why? Why would you do that? Like, there's a car that is part of this war party that's just like speakers. And it has, like, guys on drums behind it, and they're just... They're the the drummers for the fucking like war party. And there's a guy on the front of the speakers with a guitar, literal guitar, that is also a flamethrower. There is no reason for this to be in here. The look on your face is amazing right now
1: but it just it works cuz it's so fucking insane. Well then okay, so this is reminding me of the robot show that we saw when we were in Tokyo, which was basically it's it's kind of like a cheesy tourist thing to do, but it was also fucking bonkers in the best possible way. And although you are in a teeny tiny room, they fill it with like lasers and dragons and smoke bombs and war drums and f- crazy floats with animatronic robots and stuff. So like, on the one hand, it's it's totally organic and it makes sense that, like, a war party would have drums. And on the other hand, like, I already have proven that I have a high tolerance for that kind of particular crazy pants. Because the energy in the room, it was so, like, the room is, like, the size of this, like, half of this first floor. Like, it's fucking small. It's small. There's, like, two rows of people and they have to chain it off because otherwise, like, you would be in danger. <laughs> but... At the same time, guitar equals flamethrower makes me want to roll my eyes into the back of my head. And I don't even really know why. But I can understand that maybe in like, maybe in a
0: different movie where it's not in the context of what you're seeing in that world. It works. If that makes sense. But it's so. Because it's everything in that movie is outlandish and insane.
1: I know that this movie is not a male wish fulfillment movie at all. I know that's kind of the entire point of it. exactly. But that shit just sounds like some 80s metal exhausting shit that I grew up with. Like, oh, man, wouldn't it be cool? If-? And I don't, again, like, I don't know why I'm having this, like, visceral reaction to that. But I am. Because
0: I think when normally you see that is it is in the context of male wish fulfillment fantasy. Yeah. And this movie, and maybe some people read it as... As that, but to me, since Furiosa is really the focus and it's her and these other women trying to get away from that bullshit and, like, get off and make a better life and then they're like, okay, well, there's nothing out there for us, we need to go back and just wreck shit. Mm Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of the opposite of that.
1: That's totally fair. And then while you were speaking, it reminded me of... Uh, okay, so I'm obviously not the person who loves Grindhouse films, including the movie Grindhouse. Whatever movie it was that came out like eight or ten years ago, where like sexy Rose McGowan has a gun for a leg, that Planet shit... Terror, I think that was. I think. Because that
0: was Grindhouse. It was Planet Terror. And fuck, what was the other portion of it called? Death Proof?
1: Yeah. Death Proof. Yeah.
0: I mean, I saw both of those, and I I have an appreciation
1: for the absurd. Right, and it is what it is, and we also all have, like, I love Archie comics, and there's a lot of, like, reductive, like, Oh, Betty and Veronica are fighting over Archie again, and they're gonna get in cat catfight, like... I, I mean, w- we all have shit that's that, right? Yeah.
0: We all have that crap. But that's just so fucking... See, to me, I'm like, this is fucking bonkers and insane, and... I- there's a whole lot of problems you can so read into. It's problematic. It's oh, so objectifying. Course, Sheila, all of your faves are problematic.
1: I know. And, like, the gun flamethrower isn't even, like, objectifying a woman's body in any way. So I don't know why it makes me feel the same as that.
0: Because I think it's in that same sort of, like, sphere.
1: Right? It's the same people who are like, wouldn't it be cool if...
0: But I don't have any problem with a movie... As long as there's good bones to hang that set dressing on, Mm -hmm. I'm totally fine with. Hey, wouldn't it be cool if? Because like that's almost what. Let me give you an example, and it kind of works in the realm of the movie. But we'll go back to Pacific Rim, so (laughs) because that's just what that's that's my life now. Um, The uh, there's a computer voice that has nothing to do with really anything in the movie, but it's the. And I didn't even think about the, the implication of it until I, I started reading some of the fan stuff because it was like, no, this game came out before the events in the movie take place. They totally just hired the chick who did the voice from that game to do this. Um, and the literal only reason she's in there is because Guillermo del Toro liked the game she was in. The voice of GLaDOS from Portal mm-hmm. is the voice of the computer in Pacific Rim. And the only reason she is is because Guillermo del Toro was like, oh, no, that's badass, and I want that in my movie.
1: I mean, I guess that's a benign example of wouldn't it be cool if.
0: Well, and the other thing with, with Pacific Rim is... <laughs> how much time you have? Um, I'm sorry. It'll, it'll end someday. Will it? I feel like it's never going it's to. It's never going to. Again, this is my life now. But you have a, a universe where giant monsters start coming out of the pacific ocean and the the world's kind of answer to that is oh let's build giant robots piloted by two pilots to beat the shit out of the the giant beasts coming out of the ocean
1: well and see that's why i don't wanna watch pacific rim because that I know you're, like, I'm, like, hurting you deeply right now. No, you're not. That doesn't affect my love of the movie at all, because I like that kind of shit. But it's, like, for some reason, I'm totally fine with, like, David Lynch being, like, wouldn't it be cool if creamed corn was pain and suffering? Like That's fine. But, like, wouldn't it be cool if robots were fighting other robots is not fine? I don't know. Like, why? I think it's just all your preference, right? But I do think that there's some interesting... I mean, one,
0: I am. Um, I just objectively love giant like monster and robot fighting. Like I love that shit.
1: See, I I really think like if I was going to look deeply into this, it's a gendered thing. I think this is a. I at some point wanted to be the cool girl, sat through a bunch of stuff that just didn't interest me personally, but wasn't particularly gendered. But I did it to impress some boy, and so in my mind, I'm like, that's boy stuff. I will tell it's you horrible. though
0: that like, uh, Fury Road, I I will argue that Pacific Rim really kind of. Because there's this, the the, Raleigh is the main male character. And the movie, if directed by anybody else, could get real bogged down in the man pain of it all. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't. It has a female lead who it ends up being more what happened to her and like how she's like going through it. And it's more about her journey than it really is about Raleigh's. It's more Mm -hmm. like Raleigh's experience. He kind of helps her to get to where she needs to be so they could ultimately save the day. And not in, like, an icky way. Mm -hmm. Like, the great thing about it is, like, any other action movie would have been like, oh, yeah, they need to kiss at the end. Mm -hmm. There's no, like, romantic thing between the... And, And you could argue that there is and people ship the fuck out of it. But in the movie... It's more of a, it's more friendly. It's more, mm-hmm. there's
1: no, there's no romantic, like, shit. I would love to see more movies about platonic male-female friendships. Like, like I can't even, I can't really. There you go. Even Mulder and Scully end up banging Well, and that's the shitty thing, right? Like, it
0: all... And a really crappy thing with Pacific Rim is you have that shitty sequel, which Mm -hmm. I've railed on. I I apologize if you listen to... (laughs) Pacific
1: Rim, the podcast. I I
0: really do. I apologize if you listen to all of our podcasts, because I've been talking about this incessantly for the last few months. Uh, Hopefully I'll get it all out of my system. We're actually doing an episode on it with uh, uh, Jack for After the Movie uh, on Pacific Rim um because we already did the sequel uh bob and i and if you want to hear my thoughts on that you can you can go check out that episode of after the movie um but the sequel just kind of undoes all of the good that the first movie does which is infuriating because that first movie i would argue is not a typical action movie the
1: way that shit is usually presented i think you should give it a chance Here's a quick tangent to the tangent. Sure. One of the things that I think is is so interesting about your obsession with Pacific Rim is like that's not a lot of content time to generate the deep passion that you're feeling. And I know a lot of it has been like it's your ability to subtext, Sheila. <laughs> okay, no, I know, I know, Stephen. But like, <laughs> like I feel the way about Game of Thrones. I think that you do about, or I, I, I did. But that's because there's like eight seasons. And like the like five thousand pages. Well, I will
0: also say though that there's context outside of the movie, right? So you have usually when Guillermo del Toro makes a movie, he there's there the the characters in it have histories beyond what you just see in the movie. Like, um I don't mean like the special features they talk about it, but I have the art book for Pacific Rim, which makes Mm -hmm. me sad looking at it being like, Why didn't I get into this stuff? Um, and then I get sad oh. um, But there's more there mm-hmm. Than just in the text of the movie mm-hmm. And then you get the, the, the beast of the fanon That glamp, glamps on And then is like Oh we'll just run with this mm-hmm. Thank you Thank you for this wondrous movie And all of this glorious kind of background content And now we're just gonna go and we're going to make this our own thing.
1: I think my inner rule follower has a hard time with things that are not canon. Really? Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad.
0: No, I mean, I don't think there's anything, like, sad about that necessarily. But I, to me, it's it, what's cool about it is to see what people are getting from this movie that I love. Mm-hmm. And then how are they spinning it? What is their, you know, how how are they kind of going about what comes next
1: mm-hmm. which is cool to me what grabbed them about it what's their angle right exactly
0: yeah. what and you know it's it's the two um and i don't read a lot of uh raleigh and mako is the name of the the uh female lead i don't really read a lot of stuff that focuses on them i read a lot of stuff that focuses on uh newton and herman who are the two adorable scientists and when that it's more because I don't want to spoil too much. Because I, 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 yeah, you, I'm going to watch it. You yeah. are going to watch it. So the way their relationship kind of develops and how they ultimately assist in saving the day is this beautiful kind of little story. And there's not, there's not a lot there, but I think it's because it's these, and they talk about this in that interview that uh, Sass had you or uh, had you send to me, which you know we, I think everybody who ships those two has seen. But it's more about, you don't normally see uh, though two nerdy scientist guys end up, like, saving the world, but doing it in a way that could potentially, you know, lead to something more. You don't see that movie ever. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people kind of glom on to about that particular pairing. Just, like, telling the untold stories. Exactly. Exactly. Interesting. Well, and you tell the fandom that, I mean, this is all background stuff. Oh, she left so much I want to say. (laughs) But, like, the background for those two characters is that they met, uh, or they started writing each other, like, handwritten letters, like, right after uh, the first, uh, uh, they call the monsters kaiju. Uh, Kaiju comes out of the Pacific uh, because they're both working in, like, the same field, so they start writing to each other. And they eventually, like, wanted to meet up, like, face-to-face. They do, and they end up fucking hating each other because, you know... For whatever mm-hmm. reason. And then a couple years later, they end up working in the same lab. And then, like, you know, shit kind of goes from there. But it's... There, there's a lot there. And then even with, like, the the second movie is garbage. But after that first movie what ends up happening in the second movie, you have, like, what ultimately ends up being, like, 20 years of these two characters knowing each other where there's a lot you can do with that. And I think that's why people really... Like, oh, well, I want to hear those stories. That's mm-hmm. what interests me. So, yeah. We've talked about this for a long time. <laughs> this has been Pacific Rim, the Pacific podcast. Pacific Rim, the podcast. Check out our After the Movie. Uh, uh, I don't know when that'll be dropping. It'll probably be dropping before this episode comes out. For but more Pacific Rim. You should be listening to After the Movie anyway. It's a delightful show.
1: All of your podcasts are delightful. Oh, thank you.
0: You're welcome. But, um,. No, yeah, and I think, like, I love the old, like, I'll watch Commando or Predator or any of those old, like, dumb action movies any day of the week. I love that shit,
1: but... I just, I wish there were more options for, like, turn your brain off brain candy than what I perceive, which is action movies or really dumb fucking rom-coms. See, I just can't do rom-coms. No, I can't either. I mean, I would... I don't know. But I think I would rather sit through your average rom-com than your average action movie. Nah, see, yeah, I'm the opposite. Yeah. But I have an appreciation for that old, like, I don't know, I just really like action movies. I wish I did. I mean, I like some of them. I like Alien. Uh, Alien. The second one, right? I don't know. I can't remember. It's- I think I've seen two and I liked them both. Okay. Probably the
0: first two, then. Yeah. So the one where uh, they land and the guy gets with the the John Hurt moment? I think so. Yeah. And the second one with Sigourney Weaver and the kid and... Yeah. Yeah, that. Okay, yeah, you've seen the first two then. Yeah. Those are the only good. ones you really need to watch. Yeah. Everything you else. I don't have
1: time for is kind of, of dog shit. But no, that's another subversion of the usual sort of like action movie trope. Yeah, and also I liked it because it's my understanding that it's a big old scary allegory for motherhood. Like, not a lot of things talk about that. Right. Especially in that vocabulary. Oh, like, in that
0: realm, right. And yeah. when you do have stuff like that that's when it's more when there is like a, a
1: when you can perceive a greater meaning to it mm-hmm. or it not just
0: falling into the all the old same tropes
1: it's like oh that's oh, okay. my that's my thing like if something is an allegory i like it 10 times more than if it were not Which i, I, I don't know i just like understand. stories told that way but no yeah i
0: think and maybe you won't like them but i do think that i i don't think i would sit you made you
1: sit through john wick i just don't think you would enjoy that now i honestly think i'm more inclined to like john wick because it's got demons and stuff right no. no, that's the other movie with Keanu Reeves. You think Constantine. Constantine? Constantine is not a good movie. I saw. That oh in, no, I saw that in the theater. But see, I'll watch almost anything. Like in the same way that Robots turn me off, like Demons and Angels turns me on, which I can respect. I mean, I it's dumb. That. It's probably like an ex Catholic. Everybody's thing. got their shit, man. <laughs> Everybody's got their shit.
0: But uh, no, I do think that of all of the action movies I have in the Erica canon, I think Pacific Rim you haven't already seen and Mad Max Fury Road are the two that I would be like, I will show you
1: these. And you might like them. You may like them. You might not. And that's totally fine. What's the best one that I definitely wouldn't like? Best one that you definitely wouldn't like? Probably the Fast and the Furious.
0: Well, those are their own. That's a whole, like, that's a whole nother conversation. Those are like, they're so ridiculous. That it's it's it defies exp- explanation for, like... It's so outlandish and insane. Like, they're not even car race movies anymore. They're just... They're superheroes in those movies. And they're not good. I would never
1: claim that the movies are good. But they're so damn entertaining. I have a hard time... Because... <laughs> again rule follower activities that i think are reckless i have a hard time enjoying and look what happened to paul walker like that's the direct result of that he fucking died Mm -hmm. so how am i supposed to go and enjoy those movies i do it just fine yeah i just can't i mean
0: no i mean hey and everybody like i said everybody's got their shit but oh my god there's a scene in the eighth one where it's jason statham and the rock are in this jail And The Rock literally, and we've talked about this. I think this is in a previous podcast. (laughs) It probably is. It's definitely in after the movie because we talk about the scene all the time. The Rock pulls a bench made of concrete off the wall and starts curling it. And it's so insane. And he's so roided out and huge. He looks like the fucking Incredible Hulk. That it's, you can't, it's so ridiculous that I can't help but look at it and just laugh and enjoy
1: myself. I I wish that I had that attitude, but I look at that and I'm like, I could be watching anything else right
0: now. Oh, no, I'm like, I'm so glad I'm not <laughs> watching anything else right now. But then I go and I watch like Well, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom had its own little shit in there that I was like, that is terrible. Let's go see this movie. Um Same thing with the the latest Transformers Transform not the latest one, because Bumblebee is the latest one. We haven't seen that yet, but it's so stupid. And over the top that I I have my expectations set so low that I still end up enjoying the movie. But I'm the idiot laughing (laughs) at the stuff that you're not supposed to be laughing at. Like in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, spoilers if you haven't seen the movie, it's terrible, don't watch it. Um, The little girl in that is like the granddaughter of like the old dude in the movie. She's actually a clone of his daughter who died. And this tickled me to such a point that anytime she was on screen, I was just laughing my ass off. Because I mean, that's the most insane
1: thing like you could ever do ever. Like, what? Clone your daughter and raise her again? Yes. But it's not. But it is. In the context of a uh, movie about dinosaurs. Well, if you have the technology.
0: It no, just, like, it that it totally makes sense so to me. insane. <laughs> it was just like, I'm sorry, what? It's not a good movie, though. You shouldn't watch it.
1: It's just straight up I, bad. Just watch the original Jurassic Park. I mean, I, I have seen Jurassic Park and I like yeah, it.
0: That's one of the yeah. That's
1: that's a that's a good action movie. Yeah, definitely. That's not an allegory for anything. <laughs> the folly of man. <laughs> what well, kind of like? Oh no, Jurassic Park is great,
0: but um, and it has
1: a lesson. Don't fuck with nature. Like it's not like go forth and street race right?
0: <laughs> street race. we've had a couple lines in here that are like <laughs> top tier for uh the title of the episode i'm gonna have to go through and and just like figure out which one will be the best but right, we've been talking for a long yeah, time about movies so we're gonna go ahead and cut it um thank you folks as always for joining uh we'll be back in another two weeks with another episode um Go check out uh, teampumaknife.com if you're uh, uh, listening to us through one of the podcast apps. We would ask that you uh, like and subscribe. Uh, please, I don't do that. I don't think you do that. But we're going to ask you guys to do it anyway, because it'd be nice to get a little appreciation for all the shit we do for you. <laughs> uh, we've got other podcasts on the network uh, we mentioned after the movie. We have Subtle Interference. We have uh, Improvised Weapons, which is a real play D&D podcast. Uh, talking about um, Game of Thrones, Beyond the Red Waste will be coming back uh, in April, when uh uh, that show um uh fires back up and you can hear me mispronounce all of the names and drive everyone who listens to it insane because i'm doing that shit on purpose now just so you know um but yeah
1: antagonistic i am
0: very antagonistic so thank you again for joining have a lovely evening and we'll talk to you guys next time good night everybody